Hey, welcome back. It's me, Coach Duke and J.R. Simmons. We're going on episode 20, 21, 22, I don't know what it is, J.R., of Process Preparation and Performance. We have an awesome guest tonight. I'm going to tell a little story here in a minute to intro him, but a quick update. So, classic car, J.R., that's what we do in my family. been building cars since I was a kid. Yep. 64 Nova. I've been working on it for 12 years. 12. 12. So long that my wife is like, would you get that damn thing done? <laughs> now, my wife is telling me to get it done, right? It's not like I'm trying to push and she's like, hey, man, we don't have the cash, whatever, right? So I take it down to get custom wheels. It's by itself in the parking lot. Nothing else is around. The owner of the shop calls me and says, hey, Mr. Duke, I got some bad news. Uh, the car sustained some damage. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Now, let me paint a picture here. The car was just painted. Right. It was just painted, right? Custom, show quality paint job. My car was hit by an Amazon truck. <laughs> an Amazon truck. Oh, gosh. It gets I, worse. It gets worse. I call my insurance company, D, 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 D. Hey, this is Mr. Duke. Yeah, I got insurance with you. My car was just hit. She goes, okay, let me check it out. Calls me back a day later and goes, oh, you're not covered for that. I go, not covered for what? An Amazon truck? Like it would have been better right. if it was something else. And she's like, no, um, your policy excludes <laughs> accidents like this. So long story short, it was a long week. Finally, my car's getting, my car got covered with Good. insurance. My car just got repaired, but the wheels are still not in. So I just can't drive this damn thing. So yeah. COVID is COVID like people are back. COVID's over kind of sort of, even though cases are going up, people are back to doing stuff. And this 12 year labor of love. I, I, I don't even know. I, like, I, I don't even know what's going to happen, but so we always talk about your car. So I figured you enjoy yeah. talking about my trials and tribulations with, with that, but you got your car back. Things are going good, right? I mean, yeah, it's back. School. The the electric one ought to be out of the shop next week. So finally, after $24,000 <laughs> worth of hail damage to both cars, we're good. And oh my goodness. I remember when you texted me and said, my car just got hit by an Amazon truck. I'm like, how is that even possible? Right. So it's it's like, fantastic. You, so. We could do a whole podcast just on that. It would be totally oh crazy. God. A whole one. The life and times of Bill and JR. Awesome. Right, exactly. So let me tell you who we got tonight. And I'm going to yeah. tell you. I'm going to tell you how we're kind of connected. And then we just found out another connection, which is totally cool. <laughs> Lucas Duncan, online fitness coach, has some ties to mid-Missouri that we didn't know how deep those mm -hmm. ties went. But a couple of years ago, I'm like, hey, man, I need to get back in shape. So I'm on Instagram, and his thing pops up somehow, some way. Don't know. He's got this little blurb that if you give me 50 bucks – it's normally several hundred dollars. I'll give you a workout plan, a diet. I'll talk to you about supplements. I'll do all of it. And you have access to me whenever you want it. And I'm like, get the, get out of here. This is not going to happen. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like obsessed with this workout stuff and creating them and everything with football strength and conditioning. So I'm like, it's 50 bucks. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Right. Lo and behold, it's a hundred percent true. Like I was shocked. I got, all right, man, tell me what you want to do. What are your limitations? Tell me about your health, all this. And I get back this detailed report. And when I say detailed, that's who I am. I like the step-by-step -step detail stuff. Here's what you're going to eat. Here's how you should do it. Here's the supplements I recommend. Here's the exercises you need to do. And I'm like, holy cow, 
but it went one more step because I emailed them. I'm like, hey, man, I've had some knee surgeries. I'm not as young as I used to be, and I've seen some of your clients online, so I'm a little bit older. What about this, this, and this? He's like, oh, no problem. We'll modify it for you. And I have all of the training videos so you know how to do it right. And I'm like, this guy has got it going on. Lo and behold, two years later, he's on our podcast. Like, yep. how cool is that? And he's a Missouri guy. Coach Lucas Duncan, how are you doing, man? What's up, man? Glad to, glad to be here. Thank you for having me on. And I'm looking forward to uh, sharing my story. Um, yeah, it is pretty crazy. You're my client, what, two years ago? Yeah, about two um, years ago. So when you, when you hired me, though, did you know I was from Missouri? I did not. I had, I had no idea. I was just trolling Instagram. Yeah. And, he, and I think I have like three followers on Instagram. Trust me, there's nobody there. Okay. I, it's yeah. just me. It's just me with my finger. What is that? You just swiping. That's, yeah. that's, that's me. Right. But lo and behold, you know, divine intervention. I, I found that page. I was like, this is a rock star, man. That's, that's how most people find me. Uh, but nice. it didn't always, wasn't always that way. You know, I've worked hard to get where I'm at and I'm, you know, grateful to, have uh, a lot of people trust me with the fitness schools. Lucas, I'm going to start off here. And I did yeah. not realize until we were talking before we went yeah. over here, you, you're an alumnus of Columbia Hickman. Who Columbia the, Hickman, the cute dogs, baby. You're one of the most hated rivals of Jeff <laughs> in I'm history. Just, yeah. And, yeah, and others. But, you know, we'll just let that go. That could be a whole other podcast. But Yeah, I, I graduated in 2008. That's and I played football there, obviously. Uh, and baseball for a year, but uh, yeah, I'm a cute dog alum. Wow. So Small my first world. question for you here is going to be, yeah, the number one thing that okay. made you want to help people get in shape, stay in shape, and how you even came up with this idea that you could help so many people. Well, you want me to tell my full story, like why I even started working out and go for it, it, brother. Yeah, hit it. So I started. So I just turned thirty. Um, and I started working out when I was, so you guys know from Jeff city though, a lot of people in the, you know, other parts of the country. And I'm lucky too, cause going to Columbia Hickman, the, the strength and conditioning, the weight training program starts very young. So I went to Hickman and I didn't, wasn't, you know, into weight training. I was just a normal, you know, so I started, I started working out when I was like 155 pounds at 15 years old. So I started working out for football to get bigger for high school football. Um, so I'm lucky that, you know, the school I went to, Columbia Hickman, you know, they, when I went there was the year after they won state. So, right. you know, their, their strength and conditioning program, their weight training program, dude, it was, it was year round. And you talk to some of these kids now, like they don't even do like summer workouts and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, so, so I was lucky to be involved in a, in a more advanced school, I guess you could say. Um, so that's how I got started working out for to get bigger for high school football. And then I went through a breakup and I always tell the story. I went through a breakup and wanted to like release some anger and frustration. Uh, so I was 15 years old, 155 pounds. And the first like three months of lifting, I gained 30 pounds of, you know, bulk. I bulked up to like 190 or something. And I remember coming back to school the next, the next year, cause this was during the summer, the next year. And everyone was like, Oh, have you seen that Lucas Duncan kid? He's huge now. He gained, you know, 30, he gained tons of muscle over the summer. So I just got hooked. And this was like when I was 16 years old. So I got hooked to, to the lifestyle and weight training because I saw quick results. 
And then at 18 years old, I did my first bodybuilding show and I competed from 18 to 25. So I did my first show right after I graduated high school, like six months after I graduated high school. And then I competed up till I was 25. Um, but the reason I started helping people, honestly, was because um, it's, all, it's all I really knew how to do. Like I never had like a legit career. I always worked on jobs and stuff and focused on my bodybuilding. Uh, but then I was like, um, you know, I'll tell my story that I've told before too, as I was working at, so, you know, I'm, I'm 23, this is when I'm 23 and I'm already deep into bodybuilding. Like I'm hardcore bodybuilding, wanting to be a professional bodybuilder, all that. And I was working at Walmart. Um, and my manager comes up to me and he says, dude, you know, my manager was a younger guy who was into working out. Hmm. And he said, um, you know, this, this, I'll never forget this. This has changed my life. He was like, dude, what are you doing working here? And I was like, well, what do you mean? It's a job. And he was like, yeah, but shouldn't you pursue something in fitness or something you're passionate about? And I was working at Walmart, like stocking shelves. And I'd have all these customers come up to me and ask me about working out. Because I was a, you know, jacked guy working at Walmart. There's nothing wrong with working at Walmart, but... You know, so that kind of changed my perspective, like, oh, I should probably do something to, you know, um, in the fitness industry where I'm passionate about it, where can I really, can really provide value to people and have like a purpose. So then I started my training business in, uh, when I was 23. So 2013 is when I started, uh, and I, I first started doing online and in the gym. Uh, but what keeps me going is just, you know, having people, you know, give me great feedback and helping people and really gives me a purpose. Cause like I said, it's like all I know how to do really, you know, like if I wasn't doing this, I don't know what I'd be doing, you know. Uh, you know, my family owns restaurants in Columbia, Jamie Steakhouse, have you guys been there? Yeah. Yeah, so my family, so my mom is Greek. I'm half Greek. Okay. So my right. family owns, or my uncle, aunt, you know, not a media family, but my uncle and aunt own uh, Jamie Steakhouse, Jamie Pizza, Jimmy's, George's, all that in Columbia is like, part of my family tree nice so i'd probably be like in the restaurant business or something but you know uh it gives me purpose you know and obviously it feels amazing when i have you know a, a tribe a community and you're building something too like you, you know i work for myself and you're building a, you know you're building a, a legit business so uh, all that kind of keeps me going but that's how i got started you know that that my manager at walmart kind of because I was always one of these guys who was like, oh, I'm going to do my bodybuilding thing and kind of just go through the motions in, in, in life, but do my bodybuilding thing. So he kind of woke me up and said, hey, you really need to, you know, make a career out of this. So you can start having a greater, you can start using your knowledge to help people yeah. instead of just wasting away at Walmart. Not that there's anything wrong at Walmart, but <laughs> for me, you know, I had a greater purpose. So that's, what, that's how I kind of got started. So I'm 30 and I've been working out for like 15 years, which is crazy. Um, and then I've had my business LBD training for going on seven years now. So yeah, it's incredible. pretty, it's pretty crazy to look back and think about it. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. in the grand scheme of things, it's one of the things that JR and I talk to the kids about in high school football all the time is add value, add value to what you're doing. 100%. Whether it's in the classroom, community, football field, basketball court, wrestling mat, gym, weight room, picket, just add value. Whether you're doing it or you're instructing it, add value. Yeah. And that's what I loved about the email response that we got back and forth from you a couple of years ago. I was like, man, this guy just wants me to succeed. And I'll still remember at the end of the email, I said, hey, I'm ready for weeks three and four. And at the end, you're like, get after it this week. 
I was like, yeah. perfect, perfect. Way to tag it, way to finish it. 15. So I've, even, I've even upped my game though. Now I have, a, uh, I give my clients my cell phone number. I, we're going to, we're going to talk about that. Cause I told JR, yeah. I told JR and he was like, what? I just told him I'll this yesterday. Brave I'll, I'll man. The secret behind that. But. Okay. So, and I do that too for, for my patients. I give them all my cell phone numbers. So I joke that my cell phone number is all around Jeff city. <laughs> yeah. But so you're 15, you're 155. Yes. I see you all over Instagram now. Jacked. What, what, how much you weigh now? Well, you got to understand now I'm not, I'm like 260 ish now. Okay. But when, when you signed up, did you know my background? No idea. So, no. so I was like hardcore, body, dude, you can just Google me. I was like giant, you know, jacked and ripped, right. like hardcore bodybuilding, you know, bodybuilding, we compete on stage and flex, right. et cetera. Yeah. So I'm like 260 now, but I mean, I take it serious, but it's more of a lifestyle. I'm not like hardcore, yeah. you know, with my diet workouts, I, I'm probably like, you know, like 75%. I just do it to stay healthy, you know, stay, uh, you know, stay muscular to promote my business and stuff. But sure. when I was competing in bodybuilding, I was more into the actual bodybuilding. And now I'm more like focused on the business side, helping people, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And you, know, you probably don't know because you worked in 2018, but I had a, a devastating injury in 2015 where I tore both my quadriceps. Oh, no. Yeah, so that kind of changed, you know, was, uh, what do they say, life events? That was a pretty, you know, yeah. traumatic life event that kind of changed the course of my life, too. In 2015, when I got injured, uh, but I'm 260 now. So I started at 155, and I got up all the way to 325. <laughs> now, I don't know if you guys know a lot about bodybuilding, or, but, you know, they bulk up and cut down. Right, right, right. Bulk right. up and cut down. So I bulked up. My highest weight was 325. And not, like, ripped or anything, but I wasn't, you know, holding too much body fat either i was just right. extremely bulky so that year i was 325 and cut down to like 260 for my show wow so that's, that's incredible that, yeah i'm learning a lot i'm learning a lot right now i can give a lot of advice i don't know who your listeners are but for a lot of high school and younger kids yeah who want to get big i have like i got advice for days because i was one of those kids you right know? yeah yeah. And that's one of, that's one of the questions we're going to get to that. Yeah. 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 We're going to get to that. So I want to ask this first one because we found the, we found the connection a little bit and I think I know the answer, but I'm a Missouri native, went to Chicago for med school, love Chicago, great place to visit. Don't ever want to live there again. Never, <laughs> ever. But I know what keeps me here. What, what keeps you here? Because I see you in Miami. I've seen you other places. Yeah. What, what keeps bringing you back to Missouri, man? Where did you live in Chicago? I lived in two places. The first place was Rogers Park. So I lived right on Lake Michigan uh, on Sheridan and Greenleaf. Beautiful apartment. Could not afford it. Okay. Uh, quick story. They, give, they gave me $900 a month to live in medical school. $900 a month. That's what they gave me to live. My apartment was $950. <laughs> so quick math. Yo, I'm not eating, but my wife had a job. I started coaching. My wife actually had two jobs. We would go to the restaurants at the end of the night. I would help clean up. The dude would feed us. So we made, we, we made it balance out, but it, it didn't work. And then after a year, we moved down to the southern suburb called Evergreen Park. And loved that. Had a nice little house. It was much more quiet. But Are those like downtown? I, I asked because I was dating yeah. a girl who lived in Skokie. 
Okay. Okay. So Skokie is up by Rogers Park where I lived. I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice area. I doubt I ever met her, but very nice area. <laughs> yeah. Very nice area. So what, uh, what, what keeps you here in Missouri? Okay. So Missouri, well, I actually just moved back. So, so I'll give a little background. So I was born and raised in Columbia, Missouri, went to Hickman. Um, but I always wanted to get out of Missouri because I kind of had like, you know, bigger aspirations. I kind of always wanted. And you got to realize too, I was born and raised in Columbia and my family was super close. So I kind of wanted to revolt. I guess you could say that. So I always wanted to move out West where I, you know, I don't know if you guys know bodybuilding, like I said, but in Venice beach, yeah. it's like the mecca of bodybuilding in LA is like where all the bodybuilders go. So that was like my, my goal when I was bodybuilding. Um, but I didn't realize that Venice Beach was very expensive. <laughs> so the first place I went when I was 20, it wasn't, it was 2017. When I was 27, I moved to Vegas first. And I lived in Vegas, like 20 minutes off the strip for a year. And then once I, you know, built my business more and, and you know, had a better, more resources, I moved to Venice Beach and lived there for a year. And then I realized that, you know, Taxes are super high. Cost you don't want to live in California. Anybody yep. listen to this? Just no. just use California. Visit there, have fun, and then get that get out of there. <laughs> you don't right. want to live there. It's too expensive. <laughs> Taxes and cost of living, rent. So then I moved to Miami because Florida is you know is actually a cheap place to live, and the fitness scene in Miami is it's the best looking people ever in Miami. Right. Uh, but I moved back to Kansas City because my best friend lives in Grain Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rain Valley. He's yeah. married with a kid. And this is my best buddy of like 13, 14 years. He's been with me since, since day one. So he, he lives in Grain Valley and his brother lives in Lee Summit. So I moved, moved to Kansas City to be you know, closer to family and friends. So like Father's Day, I just visited, you know, drove an hour and a half to Columbia instead of hopping on a plane. Um, and then honestly, when I was living in all these places, I was kind of just living life. And, you know, my big thing too, and this is non-fitness related, but when these younger people, younger kids, I say younger, but I'm 30, so I'm not, you know. <laughs> when these younger kids come up to me, my, my main advice for just in general, and this isn't fitness related again, so, but my main advice in general is to expose yourself to as many things as possible and then kind of, you know, because if you always stay in Columbia, Missouri, you're not even going to know what's possible in Venice Beach or Miami. You don't even know what's going on. Sure. So whatever, you know, as far as like success-wise, and fitness-wise, too. Like in Miami, dude, the, the, the guys, the best-looking people by far in Miami, guys and girls. So actually, I was in my best shape when I lived in Miami because I was motivated, more motivated. Right. So right. my advice to these younger kids, you know, just life in general is to expose yourself to as many things as possible and then make your own decisions as to what you want to do, where you want to be, et cetera. But to answer your question, I'm still in Missouri just to be close to the family and friends because I also say it doesn't matter where you live, like how big of a city, how cool, how, you know, uh, how cool the lifestyle or whatever. If you're not around a good support system, it doesn't matter, you know. Okay. So I'm back in Missouri to be, in a, be around better people and uh, kind of be more grounded. Uh, but yeah, I'm in Lee Summit. And I'm yeah. in like, uh, so my big thing when I moved back to Kansas City was, or moved to Kansas City was to be in a safe area. Because Kansas City, you know, there's parts that are not so good. <laughs> right. sure. Sure. Yeah. So I'm at least summit, like in a secluded area. It's called Longview Farms. Uh, so I have a really good setup. My best friend lives in Grain Valley. My family's an hour and a half away. And my best friend's also my workout partner. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. No, he, he's big into, he's like my right-hand man. 
So it's good to be around people, you know, who, who, who understand you and support you. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Missouri actually, you know, during this whole COVID thing, people may dog Missouri, but dude, Missouri, the gym opened up soon. My gym was open like a month ago. You know, if I still lived in California, I'd be screwed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they got to yeah. wear masks. I think Miami is like similar too. Yeah, absolutely. So, yep. so Missouri is actually a very good, uh, you know, place to be in for overall balance, I guess you could say. Yeah, I think you make a really good point there with the support system because during the COVID yeah. shutdown, I think everybody got back to a little bit more of a slower paced life and probably reconnected with a lot of people that, yeah, you know, that they didn't kind of do so much of that before. And it's kind of funny because I'm a big bike rider to where I ride my bicycle oh. a ton. And it's funny to me right now because where I ride, there's a little place called the Katy trail here and yeah, sure. it is like a circus out there. I have never seen so many people on a bike in all the years that I've ridden a bike. And this is going to dovetail, I think, pretty good into a question for you here, which is New Year's resolutions, which okay. it looks like that out there on the Katy Trail right now. You have all these people right. that say, okay, I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to do it. And I know for the next three weeks, I'm going to be dodging people left, right, and center out there. And then after that, they're all just going to disappear. And it'll be back to the the guys I've seen and the gals riding, you know, for years. So why do you think so many people fail to follow through on just getting fit and staying fit? Uh, well, before I answer that question, I will say bike riding is great cardio. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, and let me cover something else real quick. If you're listening to this and you want to get in better shape and think you have to run, um, we're on video, right? So people yeah, see yeah. my quote, run. Yeah. You don't have to run for cardio. You can walk outside, do stairmaster in the gym, or like you, ride a bike. When I was in Vegas, I was uh, I had a I had a road bike. You know, I was cycling because um, there's lots of good places in Vegas. Uh, but bike riding is great cardio. But to answer your question, I think people don't have a why. Hmm. You know, they just they just see you know people's transformation and say, oh, I want to look better. But you need to have a why. Um, and for me, the why is it provides structure in your life and then improves every aspect of your life. So some people, you know, may see a bodybuilder and see, oh, he just wants to have bigger muscles and you know, look crazy, but really it provides structure in your life. So if you have a workout routine, you have a, you know, a clean meal plan, you're eating clean, it's gonna improve every aspect of your life. If you follow any of these like success people or business people, they're all in decent shape. Now they're not like shredded, but they all, you know, you guys, you know, see the, the morning routines. They say exercise in the morning, you know, kind of have some time to yourself in the morning to get moving to start your day. So that's the big thing for me. It helps provide structure in my life because I'm not competing in bodybuilding anymore. So it helps provide structure and then improves every aspect of my life. So if I, if I get my workout done, if I follow my five to six meals, I'm going to get my emails done, respond to clients, et cetera, et cetera. So that's how I can improve everybody's life. Um, and also you need to set goals for yourself. You don't just want to, you know, I always say the biggest thing my plan helps with my coaching helps with is it provides accountability. So somebody hold you accountable myself yeah. hold you accountable. and then a structured routine to follow. You don't want to just wake up and say, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing today. You know, I don't know if you guys follow uh, Andy Frisella. Mm -mm. Uh -uh. No, but he has a thing called, um, what is it called? It's called uh, the power list. 
So you, you write it down the morning, the night before you write down like a list of not a to-do list, but a list of things you have to, you know, accomplish the next day and you perform them. So, you know, like eat, eat five clean meals, do my cardio, answer emails, do my laundry, something like that. <laughs> so I think people need to have structure where they wake up and know what to do it. Now I'm not saying you need to be like, you know, super disciplined, like a bodybuilder would, but having that structure, having that, um, accountability is going to improve every aspect of your life. So people who make the New Year's resolution that fall off, they don't have a big enough reason to stick with it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, oh, so man, you have, to, you have to kind of yeah. make it a lifestyle and mold it into your everyday life. Now, once again, you don't have to be super strict like a you know, competitive bodybuilder, but you do need to make fitness part of your life. It's going to help you feel better, live longer. I mean, there's so many added benefits to it. So you really got to have a why. Um, and even for some people that may not even be just, you know, look better, or maybe, oh, I need to feel better to, you know, to be able to play with my kids. Or yeah. a big thing for me is it helps me. It helps me. Yes, today? Yeah, we're good. Okay, my phone's 20%. <laughs> I can charge it. Uh, it helps me mentally. So when you're just laying around not accomplishing things, you know, you know, when you write down a list of things to do, then check them off. When you accomplish them, it builds your self-confidence. So that's going to help you in everything. So, you know, if you have a workout schedule for the day and you accomplish it, it's going to give you more confidence, which is going to help with everything. So that, honestly, that's the biggest thing for me, like just getting what I'm supposed to do done and moving on to the next thing. It's just like, you know, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. Um, but people fall off because they don't have a big enough reason. They just see the before and after pictures and like, oh, I want abs. You know, it's way yeah. more than just having, <laughs> you right. know, it's way more than that. Oh, it's a hundred percent more than that. And yeah. I, I like what you talked about with putting down your list because I learned something a while back and it fits. It totally fits. People always say, Hey, I need to prioritize my schedule. No, you need to schedule your priorities. Yeah. And yeah. if, if they really are your priorities, you will, you will schedule them and you'll find a way to get them done. And I'm a victim of that too. I mean, I, I don't always follow that. I'll get up I'll go to football weights. I'll go work all damn day. I'll go coach baseball at night. I'll come home, eat at 10 o'clock at night and then go, yep, not working out today, you know? Yeah. And for, for a long time, it wasn't like that, but we make those choices, but we have to schedule our priorities. And like you said, if you don't have a why you're going to fail at it. And I think one of the things that you hit on is it not only makes you feel better, but it's injury prevention right? It's in, that's the, that's like the primary reason you should be out there taking care of your, your health, your spiritual life, your personal life, injury prevention, no matter what that may be. Um, you've been all over America, at least I'm sure other places in the world. Yeah. I see your Instagram posts, you working out at places and doing all this stuff. Who's got the best gym? I like this question because I, I love going to different gyms. That's like what, uh, you know, that's, that's, I guess you could say hobby. That's what <laughs> sure. I enjoy doing. So, so I've been to a lot of gyms. Now when you ask this question though, do you mean like equipment wise or best atmosphere or I want best overall gym or what? Okay. I'm going to tell a story first. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell a story. So I'm playing college football okay. and at the time there was one weight room. Now, this is for the whole college, right? The football, I'm in there working out, and the girls' soccer team comes in to work out, right? 
And there were some good looking girls on the soccer team. I mean, we all know what soccer girls look like, right? Yeah. And they're working out in their soccer gear, right? Now I can't focus. I can't work out when those girls are in there in, I can't do that. Right. So I want it from a perspective of I'm in there. I walk in and I'm like, yes, this makes me want to work out. But if I turn around, maybe I get a good view too. That's a super easy answer. Perfect. I, I will say by far Gold's Gym Venice Beach. Cause when you go in there, there's, there's an array. How do they, how do they say it? It's a, a cast of characters, a lot of different people from all different walks of life. When you go in there, well, first of all, you got to understand it's Venice Beach. So, well, actually, first I'll say, you know, I have been around all the country, you know, the whole country. And there's a few main gyms that I haven't gotten a chance to train at, like in Texas, which I'm actually going to in August. I'm going to train at a couple of gyms there. But um, it really comes down for me to atmosphere. So you want to be motivated and I'm a big, big uh, believer in if you have other people around you who are working out hard, it's going to motivate you even more. So, if, like, you know, if you're doing power cleans and your whole football team's cheering you on, all that stuff, it's going to help you, you know, get more reps, you know, being around people who are pushing you. So, Gold's in Venice, the first time I went there when I was 17, and this, this is another, uh, I guess you could say life event or whatever. When I went, went in there the first time, you know, you see huge bodybuilders, you see like girls who are on cover of magazines and you see hippies, you just see all sorts of, you know, different types of people. And when you go in there, the atmosphere, first of, first of all, it's three rooms that are ginormous. So the equipment, it has everything, you know, everything you could ask for equipment wise. And then just the atmosphere, like, you know, you have people working out hard. You have, um, who have I seen there? So I've seen, well, Arnold, I've seen Arnold there. I've seen uh, 50 Cent. I've seen uh, the actor for The Purge too, the cop. You guys know what I'm talking about? I've seen the movie, but... Who's like ripped. I forgot his name. Um, and then obviously all these top bodybuilders. So you have an array, di- different people who... And you know, when people see Arnold there, like they don't even look twice. They don't even look, you know, because it's normal. Yeah. So the atmosphere there is incredible. Like you walk in and then you just hear, like, you know, when you go to a nightclub and they're just like talking, just mm-hmm. loud noise. That's how Gold's in Venice is. It's like a zoo. It, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, Cause it's huge and it has so many people in there and it has just so many walks, different walks of life. So I know when I first started, you know, bodybuilding in Columbia, Missouri, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to move was cause I was like the only really big dude there. So people would stereotype me mm-hmm. or look <laughs> at me funny but if you go to Gold's Venice, you fit right in. Right. So that's another reason why I loved it there. And then, you know, the, the, some of the best physiques there, some of the like most motivating people there. And uh, then, I mean, that's why I wanted to, to, to train out there and live there just to experience that. So I would definitely say Gold's in Venice, um, like overall gym wise, but there's some good gyms everywhere. I mean, even, even in, here in Kansas City, there's some decent gyms with great equipment. It really depends on, um, kind of like what you're going for in Kansas City. So I've always had memberships at two or three gyms just to use different equipment and be around different atmospheres. Uh, but by far, if somebody asked me my top gym, there's actually a great gym in Chicago too, downtown okay. Chicago. Okay. Um, called Quads Gym. That, that'd be in my top five. It's in um, okay. Boys Town, which is called okay. what? It's uh, not Lakeview, but. Lakeview's right down there. Yeah, it's in that area. But I would definitely say Gold's in Venice. 
Okay. So to follow that, to follow that, your music or house music? <laughs> what do you mean? When you're working out, do, is the house music good enough or you got to have your own? Well, so I'll tell you. So when I'm working out, I don't listen to music though. <laughs> really? Because I have a workout partner. Okay. So I need to communicate with him okay. what weight I'm doing or, hey, bro, film this set. So when I'm working out, I don't listen to music because I have a workout partner. Um, when I'm doing cardio, uh, I'm big on like electronic music, like techno music. That's, okay. that, that's kind of like what I love. Uh, but when I'm actually working out, I've never been one of these people who listens to music hmm, okay. when I'm working out. Because if I'm training solo, I need to be focused, you know, on the reps and stuff. So I've never been a, big, been a big music guy while weight training, honestly. Fair enough. And at Gold's Venice, everyone's talked to them. It's crazy. It's like a totally different experience. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's crazy. So, Lucas, I'm going to make Go a confession here because I'm going to get on a food question. Okay. So okay. I love chips. I love ice cream. I like hot pockets. I like cheese. I like all these things. Man, those all bad foods. I know it. I get told it every day by my wife. So you get to pick one here. It'll probably be something I like. If you can make one thing disappear forever from the grocery store, what would it be? So I got a good answer for this too. Um, it's not a specific food. It's a category. Okay. Okay. And that category is frozen foods. Frozen foods. So like your frozen. Not, a, not ice cream though, right? Not ice cream. <laughs> I mean, come on. Actually, no, not ice cream. Okay. And I'll All right, tell you why. I'm All right, we into, keep going. Yeah, I'm going to <laughs> not ice cream. <laughs> so your frozen pizzas, you know, these frozen uh, meals. Uh, what do they do? Like frozen... Uh, you know, these big frozen meals or frozen pizzas. And the reason for that is I think if people want to have a cheat meal or want to have like, you know, uh, junk food, I guess you could say like that, I think you should just eat the regular pizza fresh. I don't really like the frozen okay. stuff. There's too many preservatives and just a bunch of sodium and junk in it. So there's nothing wrong with having a pizza or having a burger or having, um, um, what's the Italian dish that everywhere people eat? Lasagna. Lasagna. Oh, lasagna. Frozen lasagna. There's nothing wrong with having that every now and then, but I do think you should have the actual, you know, fresh pizza, even yeah. like from Domino's is better than the frozen. So I would say the frozen section, excluding ice cream. <laughs> okay, um, because listen, I'm Italian, so frozen lasagna is just wrong. All right. Yeah, that's exactly. just wrong. That's exactly. just wrong to start with. I agree. It should be outlawed. I agree, but not ice cream. You can't do that. Yeah, 100%. So, so I, Lucas. I here you go, because I'm kind of a contradiction in terms here, because okay. I like all these bad things, but I take supplements and, you know, I'll take, I take magnesium citrate and I actually take multivitamin, which there's going to be some people judge me on here, but I don't care. It's called ultimate woman and that's good shit. And <laughs> I'll argue with anybody because it's only got one more thing than a regular thing. And, okay. you know, so I take all this stuff, you know, and I ride my bike and I got a little Bowflex and I, you know, I just work out to stay in shape. But at some point I know it is going to catch up with me. And I guess my question for you, and this kind of be off the top of your head, what would you say is the one thing I probably need to eliminate first? And I told you a few things that I like, and I do eat a lot of junk sometimes, but I've gotten away with it. Well, first of all, I would start writing down what you're eating. 
Well, actually, before that, it sounds like you're doing the workouts, doing the cardio, so you got that down. Yeah. But a common mis, you know, misconception, I guess you could say, is, dude, you can train as hard as you want to do as much cardio. If you don't eat mostly clean, it's not going to matter. Unless you're just one of these freaks who has a crazy metabolism. Uh, but the biggest thing is write down what you're eating. And then, you know, just a general rule of thumb is I, I tell people you never want to add calories to a meal, which means sauces, drinks that have calories. Okay. Um, so like, you know, you're probably not drinking soda, but like apple juice, orange juice, all that stuff, milk is no go because it adds calories. Or like ketchup, ranch dressing, all that stuff is no go. I guarantee if you just cut that stuff out, you're going to see great, you're going to, you know, have a big difference. And then just your simple stuff like breads is a no go. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say sugars because there's sugars in some of the food. So I'm not going to say cut out all your sugars because that's kind of, that's not right. I don't think you should cut out all your sugars. Uh, but I will say you should cut out all your direct sources of sugars. Okay. So, you know, your junk food, candy, uh, pizza, you know, just think logically. And then the you know, biggest thing too is I tell people you don't have to follow it forever. You follow it till you already till you get your weight down a little bit. And then what I do now is I probably eat I don't know, like 80% clean. So if I have five meals a day, four of them are good. And one of them is kind of whatever. Because I already got down to that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be, a, you just make it a lifestyle. But, you know, just a simple tip is the first one I said is cut out extra calories. Because I a lot of clients ask me, is milk okay? And I'm like, no, you can't have milk. It's too, and even the, the, uh, the skim milk is, is sugar. So cut out your added calories from drinks and sauces, and I guarantee you'll see more progress. And for you, it sounds like you're already doing a lot of cardio. Yeah. Um, for you, I'd even suggest getting a gym membership so you can have access to more equipment and more weights, you know, because uh, the more muscle you have, the, uh, the more body fat you're going to burn. Okay. So the, the more muscle you have, the, the uh, stay with me here, see if it's, Tell me if this makes sense. The more muscle you have, the more fat you can have and still look lean. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because you're more muscular. Yeah. So a lot of people will see my chest and arm and say, oh, bro, you're ripped. Where I just have a ton of muscle. I'm not really ripped. You know what I mean? Just because I have a lot of muscle. So the more muscle you have, it speeds up your metabolism. You'll burn more calories um, and look leaner. Yeah. So that's also, I would say, if you're, if you're legit only training with a Bowflex, I'd say join uh, Jeff City uh, Capital Gym. Capital Fitness. He he won't do that. He doesn't like people. <laughs> I'm really people. good at social distancing. Like I didn't I didn't know there was a name for this. You know, I've been doing this for years, and I did not know there was a term. So, what other equipment do you have at the house? That's all I got. You know, I used to have some free weights. Uh, I had a bench to where I could uh, I could squat with it. It had the squat posts on it, and whatever. But over the years, I I I kind of like the bow flex. You know, most of my leg stuff I just do on my bike. You know, and, I, and I've got a little four-day routine I kind of do with uh, with the Bowflex. And, you know, it, uh, now my father-in-law, I wish he was on here. Because I was telling Bill before we got on with you, he's 79 years old. And this dude is ripped. Like, it is unbelievable how... It's not Bill Clark, is it? No. <laughs> so no. His, <laughs> his name's David Judd, which we can throw away. He'd probably kill me. But I wish I had a picture of him to show you. Because this is the most in shape 79 year old person I've ever seen in my entire life. 
And he, he can still bench well over 300 pounds. It's unbelievable. Oh, wow. That's just crazy. a freak of nature. I wish that's I had crazy. his genes. Yeah. So don't, don't we? Yeah. All. You have, you have to make, make it, um, workouts, cardio and diet. It all goes together. Yeah. So some yeah. people ask, you know, what's the most important one? I say you do all of them hundred percent. You know, there's not one. Right. Right. I mean, if you have to choose one, I would say diet meals. Hmm. Cause if you eat whatever, you're going to gain body fat. Right. So yeah. I, I would definitely say meals is the most important, but you know, they all kind of work in conjunction with each other. Yeah. So makes sense. I, yeah. I would agree. I'm going to, I'm going to flip the tables a little bit. Sure. I'm going to, I'm going to go from just straight working out to the business of working out. For sure. And that's kind of what attracted me. It was that, it was that little hook. Hey man, this is worth a few hundred bucks, but I'm going to give it to you for 50 bucks. And I've, I've seen you put out all the time. I get like a daily email. I see, I see the, Hey, we're having this 53 day contest. Do you, yeah. you want to compete? You want to win? And then I see you taking it to the next level. And I told JR this cell phone number on your t-shirt. You're working out. You got it. You're like, text me and let's do it. So I want to know two things. Number one, the competitions are about eight weeks, 53 days. Why eight weeks? And then tell me something about the business. Don't give it away, but something entrepreneurial that you did this and you're like, holy cow, I've just helped so many more people because of this one thing. Okay. Well, the 53 days is eight weeks is simply, well, the 53 days is a contest I do like twice a year. Okay. Um, so that's not something I do all the time actually. And you know, the pictures I showed you, these guys right here and right. girls, is past winners. So that's not something I do all the time, but the eight week plan is something I promote all the time. And I choose eight weeks because if I tell people, well, first of all, in eight weeks, you can have great progress. But if I tell people, you know, obviously we all know that, you know, it takes months and months to really see change. But if you tell a, a potential client, hey, it's going to take a year to really see, you know, a huge difference, they're going to be turned off because most people don't want to commit for a year. So I get them for eight weeks and then you have the option to renew after the eight weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and I also have, you know, different programs, or different plans on my website. I just don't promote them as much because they're higher priced and I don't have them on sale as often. So yeah. I promote the eight weeks mainly for business. Because if I say, hey, sign up for a year for 400 bucks, you're not right. going to have as many people interested. Right. So these the eight weeks to give people more of a... I guess, realistic expectations. And then, you know, you always have the option to renew. So I've been doing this and I've been in business for seven years and I've had clients with me like three, four, five years. Still. So you always have the option to renew, but the eight weeks is kind of, um, it gets people interested and excited. And then when they see results in eight weeks, they have the option to renew. Um, and your second question, the biggest thing is, you know, really developing a, relationship with your customers and with your clients. So I stepped up, I tried basically stepped up my customer, you know, service, customer support. So the cell phone is actually, it's a business phone number that I personally text back on. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just a way to, another way to communicate with my clients. And if you give somebody your cell phone number, as opposed to say, Hey, message me on Instagram or email me. Yeah. Right. The cell phone is more personable. Mm -hmm. So it's good to, you know, the number one rule in business is people aren't going to give you money for the most part in a service-based industry unless they know, like, and trust you. So everything I do 
is to develop a better relationship with my you know current clients and the potential clients so doing stuff like this or anytime you see me on instagram where i'm showing my you know i think there was a study done so i follow all these business coaches and you know yeah. um, there was a study done if you if you show your make a video of you talking and it shows your face people connect with you better Mm-hmm. So that's why I do a lot of Instagram lives and do a lot of videos where I'm actually like looking at the camera talking because they're like, Oh, that's an actual human being. I'm, you know, giving my money to and trusting my fitness with. Right. Um, but if I had to give one tip, it definitely would be, well, actually I'll just give you my top three tips for this is what I tell. So I actually, I get a lot of DMS asking about how to grow a business too. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm not an expert at that, but I have done a decent job in the past seven years. So my top three. Dude, hold on. Time out. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got, I got like, you got three tips. I got three followers on Instagram. You're rolling with like 650,000. Okay. So, yeah. You're doing something right at 650,000. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so how I got there though, is my three tips. So tip number one is, well, actually, this is regarding social media. So tip number one is, or tip number one is provide a quality service where you help people. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my case, I'm, you know, I'm an online fitness coach, so I actually provide a plan and support where people see results. That's the biggest thing. So you have to actually have the service down or yeah. a legit product, or you right. guys do a podcast, you know, you have to have a good podcast. You have to have a good product slash service. Before right. any marketing and all that BS stuff comes into play. Right. So you actually have to, you know, in my case, produce results. So that's number one. Number two is post or be consistent. So Instagram post consistently. A lot of these younger guys and girls who want to get into fitness or any business, they'll post like once a week or once a month. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You got to post like multiple times a day. Yeah. So, but as you build a bigger following, you can post more times a day and get away with it. So if you have a lower following, maybe once a day, but then as you get bigger and bigger, you post more because more eyeballs will see it. And not everyone's on Instagram. So if I post 10 times a day, every single post is getting new eyeballs on it. Um, So that's number two, just be consistent with it. A lot of people give up easy too. Like, Like I didn't start really, you know, I guess killing it or whatever you want to say until like three years in. I was just getting by with with online now i was doing it full time but i was also doing it in the gym personal training in the gym too yeah um and i stopped doing that three years in because my online got so big so number two is be consistent number three is invest in growth which means advertising um you know if for me collabing with other fitness people so i'm going to texas to train in two different gyms that's investing in growth because i'm paying for my flight paying for my hotel and I'm going to get content at different gyms with different fitness influencers. So that's what I mean when I say invest in growth or literally just pay for advertising. I do that too on Instagram right. and Facebook. So man, that's these my are, these, these, are these are not business tips, man. These are life tips. Let's <laughs> no, just think about it. Produce results, add value, what you're doing, man. Yeah. I love it. Post consistently. Be out there and do it so, so people see it and they, yeah. they go, all right, what's going on over here? Because I want a piece of that. And invest in growth, invest in yourself. Those are not business tips, man. Those are life tips. And that's why you've been successful. That is incredible. Now, I tell people this, but my desk right here, I'm going to lean it down. It's a little whiteboard, little whiteboard. Look at, I'm just just taking notes, brother. I hope you wrote those down. (laughs) I did. They're they're right here. They're right here. One, two, three. I got them Those are seriously my three. uh, That's my key. Now, obviously, you take 
you know, each one is very general. So when you say invest in growth to a younger kid, they're like, what the hell does that even mean? Right. Cause I didn't know about actually spending dollars. Oh, one second. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know about spending dollars on advertising until like three or four years ago. Like, I didn't even know what that meant. Right. So, and then it just means investing in yourself. Like I'm hopping on a plane, filming a video with another fitness person, which is going to expand both of our networks. So it means a lot of things, but those three tips will take you a long ways for sure. Yeah. I love it. All right, Lucas, I want to know when you were at the peak of your bodybuilding career, okay. how, much, how much could you bench? <laughs> so the most I ever benched, and I actually have video proof of this okay. on my Facebook. It's a very blurry video, but I have, uh, you guys ever been to Columbia? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Wilson's downtown. Yeah. Wilson's fitness. So this was shot at Wilson's fitness downtown. The most I ever benched was 545 pounds for two reps. And I weighed like 320 pounds. Oh my God. So that was the most I ever benched. Um, and actually I do believe in benching heavy for younger people who want to gain muscle. Now, I don't know. Some people now say, oh, don't flat bench press because it hurts your shoulders. Mm -hmm. I actually do believe in heavy flat bench because it builds your whole upper body. Uh, so I don't do that now. But the most I ever did was 545 for two at 320 pounds. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll do like 300 or something for a couple okay, of reps. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Wow. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. No, way no, out of my league, man. <laughs> no. Hey, I was I was super stoked when like a month ago, my kid who's going to be a senior worked out, worked his ass off all throughout COVID. He plays football, dropped under three fifteen, and as a senior, it. he's going to be a senior. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. when I was going in my senior year, I did three sixty five for one. That's awesome. So that kind of awesome. now you got to realize too, when I was at, you know in high school, I was already I graduated high school two eight. Like I was already huge. okay, yeah. Um, he's two. He's two hundred. So oh, that's I, really good. Yeah, I was, I, was, really good. I was super happy. I got like a hundred on the Bowflex, man. I, I know, know, right? Is that even real weight? I don't even <laughs> know. Yeah, what gym, bro. See exactly. <laughs> see exactly. Dude, Jeff City has some uh, serious uh, powerlifters. I see videos on Facebook. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they, this, they are some. This Capital Fitness or whatever. I don't want to promote yeah. another gym or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I think that's what it's called. Okay. Well, one is one is actually in the high school, Jr. You know him. We can we can, we'll say his name off air. I don't want oh, to mention him without yeah, talking. Yeah, okay. He, he's, I got you. He's there. He's in the high school. He's doing. You know, we tried to get him to play ball, but I don't think he wanted to. Is he a kid? We, uh -huh. yeah. A kid or a teacher? A kid. Yeah. Oh. Okay. A kid. Jr. I think the only thing that would have made this podcast better is if we did it while Lucas was in the gym working out. <laughs> I think that would have been better. I think because I would have been like, hey, man, that, that was five reps. You got six on the set. Busted out. No cut it short. Um, man, this has been phenomenal, Lucas. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And it's come to the time of the show where you've been it for about 45 minutes to an hour. It's that time was... for you to tag someone else. It's the oldest game in the book. It's time for you to tag somebody. And if that person happens to be on this secret list that JR and I have, money to charity or you know what we'll do jr here's what we're going to do you okay. can pick a charity or you can have a contest and tell them we're going to sponsor and we'll there tell you, you how many people off air to have your program 
and we'll sponsor so many if this person is on that list. Now, I'm not saying oh, right I'm not saying it's got to be Arnold. You know, you, you <laughs> put his name out there. I'm not saying it has to be that or you know some movies. How many people can I list? Oh, hey, brother, it's it's up to you, man. Jr. already and I are mentioned not- a couple. Yeah, but I don't personally know them. Like, if I call him right now, he's not going to be like, "What's up?" Dude? <laughs> um, well, that that is that is the catch. You got to be able to you got to be able to hook us up with them. But oh, I got to go to hook you up. Yeah, I've learned I've learned a ton. This really should be a part two. I feel like I should go work out after this for some reason. Uh, <laughs> Jr. Nothing that came out of a microwave was good. Okay. That's just, yeah. That's just, that's my just... life goals are now shattered, but it's, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> I may eat some ice cream tonight, though. I'm not going to lie. I may eat some ice cream and I got to do that. See, but that's not, that doesn't count as the frozen because it's already like naturally. That's right. That's right. It's naturally there. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so before you tell us who you're going to tag, I want you to shout out whatever you want, lucasduncan.com. Not, listen. Not that we're going to help you that much, but we're trying. <laughs> yeah. So whoever you want to give a shout out to, I know you've been, I know you've been repping that one up nutrition one up, yeah. bottle. Yeah. I know. So your time, take as much time as you want. Shout it out. You know, to promote, I'm not even going to, I'll just say, just follow me on my social media networks, which is Instagram. Obviously I push hard on that Facebook and YouTube. And you were to just search my name, Lucas with a K. Duncan, L-U-K-A-S-D-U-N-C-A-N. I'm not even going to promote my website or 1UP. Just follow me on those pages, uh, and you'll see what I'm all about. I promote my transformations, my clients, and I always, you know, it, 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 I am a business, so obviously, you know, I got to have people sign up, but I always try to push as much free material out as possible. So if you follow my Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you'll see free workouts, meal planning tips, all, all that good stuff for free. Um, so yeah, just search my name, Lucas Duncan, on you know Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And the nomination, the tag, I got a couple in my head, but I'm making sure I can call them <laughs> or text <laughs> them and say, hey, bro, we're going to be on this. Man, I'll tell you who's a good one. Is actually, I don't know if he still is the weightlifting or the strength and conditioning. But actually, who's a really good one. Okay, here we go. But, but I couldn't call or text him. Uh, is Coach Lugin. You guys know Coach Lugin mm. at, Hick- at Columbia Hickman. He's offensive line coach. But I'm going to give you the strength and conditioning. I don't know if he still is, but he was when I was there. And he was up until like last year too, because I still follow high school football. Okay. Um, is um, Coach Seymour, Craig Seymour. Okay. He was, he was my strength and conditioning coach in high school. And he actually is a big bodybuilding fan too. Um, and he, he, he actually helped me a lot when I was first starting. So. You know, a lot of these younger kids now, they're all looking at YouTube and Instagram, all these people doing crazy exercises. When I first started, and something I contribute my success in bodybuilding and fitness is, when I first started, I was on the right path. And one of the per- people who helped me stay on the right path, and by that I mean lifting with correct form, not going, you know, lifting the correct split, you know, a lot of these younger people just try to move as much weight as possible and not focus on form. So one of the people that really helped me um, with my weight training when I first started before bodybuilding was this gentleman named Craig Seymour, who was the strength and conditioning coach at Hickman. And he was up until last year, so I'm sure he still is. Awesome. Um, or maybe he's the weightlifting coach. But he, he was in the, in the Hickman gym helping us with our lifts. Um, 
And he's one of those dudes who's like straight to the point, doesn't BS you. He was one of those guys who was like, you know, if, he, if they ask you a question and you don't know the answer, just, you know, have confidence and just say the wrong thing, but have confidence mm-hmm. in your answer. Um, so even if you're like iffy, iffy, have confidence and, you know, be a man about it. So he's actually honestly one of my first like mentors is Craig Seymour, Coach Seymour. Um, so yeah, I'll try to contact him and see if he'll be on. I, I probably haven't talked to him in a, you know, a year or two, but I could like shoot him a text and he'll yeah. definitely answer. So he, he is the uh, weightlifting coach, strength and conditioning coach at Hickman. Awesome. Hickman football. Hickman football. Sounds good uh, to me. And another you can guy come to the game this year, coach. You can come to the game this year, but you, oh, you're going to have to be yeah. on, you're going to have to be on the other sideline now. You, you're gonna have to, well, you can't come on the Jeff city side where we're, where we're hanging. You're going to have to go oh, hang okay. on the Hickman side now. <laughs> No, that would be blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The alumni. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Great. Oh, man. What a great time, man. What a great time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wish you continued success. And again, produce results, post consistency, yeah. and invest in growth. Yes, sir. Those are cues, not just for a business, but just for life and how to, how to be happy mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Thank you, Lucas, for an amazing evening. For J.R. Simmons, I'm Coach Duke. He's Lucas Duncan. This has been Breakdown Sports. We're out. Peace.